Well, good Saturday morning, everybody. It is the 17th of July, and my title today is, What in my recovery should I focus on first? The Pharisees and the Sadducees were two groups of men in the days of Jesus that were as different as Protestants versus Catholics or Republicans versus Democrats. The Pharisees believed in the resurrection and an afterlife, while the Sadducees believed that when your life was over, you were over, and there's no afterlife. And there were other differences that they had as well. Seventy of them made up the Sanhedrin, which was the religious and political and governmental body that ruled the nation of Israel, kind of like our U.S. Senate. Now, Jesus has just finished putting the Sadducees in their place again, which he loved to do. Then they would come to him with the most difficult questions they could think of, but his answers shut them up every time. Jesus has just finished doing this with the Sadducees, and they're walking away, humiliated again. And so now it was the Pharisees' turn to play Stump the Christ, question of the day. And we find that in Matthew 22, verses 34 through 39. But when the Pharisees had heard that he had silenced the Sadducees, we read in Matthew 22, they gathered together, and one of them, a lawyer, asked him a question to test him. Teacher, what is the great commandment in the law? You see, these Pharisees are huddled together trying to come up with a question impossible to answer, or so they thought. And in the response Jesus gave to them, we learn what Jesus said is the greatest of all the commandments in the laws of the Hebrews. We all know that God gave to Israel the Ten Commandments, or the Big Ten, I like to call them. However, over the years, the Hebrews, most notably the Pharisees, managed to stretch the Big Ten into 613 subcategory laws. Now, we do not know if they were meaning what's the greatest of all the commandments in the Big Ten or in the smaller 613, but which one would Jesus say was the greatest of all the commandments? They thought they had him stumped. And so Jesus responds, and he says to them, quote, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the great and first commandment. And a second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. On these two commandments depend all the law and the prophets. Now notice carefully what Jesus answered, because it is the answer for us as well. It is not a physical activity believers are supposed to be doing, like, the most important law is go to church, or take communion, or give 10%. It's not an action, but it's an emotion demonstrated by one's actions. 
Jesus specifically tells them and us that we're to love God first and foremost, and that our love for God should be with all of our heart and all of our soul and all of our mind. Now, people can say they love God. I mean, it's easy to tell God and anyone else, for that matter, that you love them. I say it to my wife all the time and to my children and grandchildren regularly. However, am I loving God with all my mind, all my soul, and all my strength? And how are these three things different from one another? Well, let's look first of all at our heart. We're to love God with all of our heart, and that means we love God more than anything or anybody. It is the Greek word for love here, which is the word agape love. It means to give our full affections and love to God first and foremost. And as we are loving him with our whole hearts, then his will for our lives will be the thing that we want to be doing the most. Unfortunately, when one has become addicted to porn, our capacity to love is diminished. We see people as objects for us to use and throw away, and we become double-minded. We have maybe some times of loving God, but there are also times of lusting or loving sex. Listen, if we're feeding the lusts of our flesh— we cannot be loving God at the same moment. Are you wholehearted for God or double-minded because of sex? And this is why I emphasize our need to begin and end our day with the Lord, offering our body to him as a living sacrifice and asking the Spirit to fill us and influence us so that we do not give into the desires of our flesh. Next, love God with all of our soul. Our soul is referring to loving God with all of ourselves. Our soul is the eternal part of us that leaves our body when it dies. It is the real us. It's the real life within our bodies. It is who we are, really are, and we are told to love God with all of our soul or our entire life. Now, this is extremely difficult to do. If we're not loving God with all of our mind, we're not going to love him with all of our soul. If we're the captain of our ship and the master of our soul, we want to do with our life whatever we desire to do and give our life to doing. So here's a great question that you should ask yourself. Is God's will for my life what I really want? If this is, then you will be pursuing his will in whatever you're doing. You will view your job, your family, and your life as a gift from God, and you will surrender it all to him and live under the obligation that all you have is his, and so you surrender it to him daily. And then we're to love him with all of our mind. Now, our mind is perhaps the easiest to focus on. Our, our mind is the control center of the body. And what we put into our mind is going to have a direct impact on what we think, feel, 
do and say. When we're putting into our mind pornography, we cannot be loving God with our mind. This incredible part of our body is made for so much more than looking at images or videos of naked people. It can be used to learn more about God and the Lord and His Spirit. It can be used to learn of the God from all the creation. The heavens declare the glory of God. The firmament proclaims its handiwork, we read in Psalm 19. And now, thanks to the Internet, there are more things to see in God's creation than there are porn sites. Look at the stars. Look at the heavens. Look at the galaxy, the earth, the animals, the insects, the oceans, the land masses. The creation is a virtual encyclopedia of the infinite creative ability of our God. And then, just to add a little kicker, Jesus says we should love our neighbors as ourselves. And I'll tell you, the more we work on loving God with all of our mind, soul, and strength, the more we will love our neighbors and we will love ourselves. So today, love the Lord your God, love your neighbors, and love yourself. This is John Doyle with 180 Podcast. God bless you, my friends. Talk again on Monday. Take care. And goodbye.